Welcome to another episode of Hello, This is Experience Calling. I am your host, Michael Hausknast, and today we begin a mini-series around selling. In our next few episodes, we'll be talking about selling and marketing and branding and elevator pitches and, and, and. Now, don't tune out because you've always told yourself that you're not in sales. I've got news for you. We are all in sales. Like many of you, I sought a career that would spare me the horror of being in sales. So I went into banking. Banking operations in the mid-1980s to be exact. For those of you who can remember that far back, it was a time of very high interest rates and some very surprising competition among banks. Well, it was surprising to me anyway. Here I thought I'd escaped ever having to sell anything, only to find myself selling money market accounts before quickly transitioning to investment sales. Certain banks in Southern California at the time, and I'm sure across the country as well, took the free toasters that banks offered in the 1970s when you opened new accounts to a whole new level handing out luxury watches for any $100,000 CD you opened. Imagine that today. For just a hundred grand, you'd get your pick of a Cartier or Rolex watch. I'd sign up for that all day long today. Well, that experience in the 1980s taught me very thoroughly that there are few, if any, jobs that don't involve at least some selling. Since those heady days of my youth, I have reiterated with anyone who ever worked for me that selling isn't a four-letter word, nor is it really about selling a product or service, but it is about selling yourself. Every time you send out a resume, you're selling yourself. Every time you sit down with someone new, you're selling yourself, and so on and so on. Often you hear the most successful salespeople telling anyone who'd listen that they could sell anything, no matter whether it's cars, vacuum cleaners, or investment management services. They're probably right, because they're selling themselves and not really the product they're pitching. So this and our next few podcast episodes will impart a few very helpful tips and proven practices to effectively sell yourself. Today, we'll focus on high-level concepts that will build a nice framework around how you should position yourself, always. For starters, you have to forget the idea that you're selling a product or service, and instead remember that you are solving a problem for your client. You also have to be honest enough with yourself that you do not sell something that isn't solving a problem. Otherwise, you're just perpetuating the stereotype of a used car salesman. So here are some basic rules. Only sell something that you know will solve problems for the buyers. Be passionate about helping your clients. Be intellectually curious about your clients. In other words, Ask lots of questions. Let the client do most of the talking. We all love talking about ourselves, 
But if you want to close a deal, listen much more than you speak. And lastly, sell yourself in word and deed. In other words, why would I want to deal with you instead of the other guy or gal who's selling the exact same thing? If you don't follow any of these basic rules, though, at least, please, at least follow this last one. And here's how. Demonstrate that you care about your client by learning about them in advance. It's called Google. Show them that you have done your homework. Be specific about what you are pitching to them and why. For example, you want the clients to let you manage their money and they should choose you because of all the ancillary services you will provide such as developing detailed financial plans for all family members, including educational funding for kids and grandkids, legacy planning and tax planning. That's just one example. And get to know all members of the client's family who will be decision makers, not just now, but well into the future. Also, get to know their other advisors, such as their CPA or their lawyer or others that have some influence over the financial decisions these clients make. And lastly, the golden rule. Always follow through with what you promise. The really smart ones will always under-promise and over-deliver. Everybody knows you don't always control the entire process, but if a client can trust you to deliver for them, he or she will be a client for life. Following these golden rules will always put you in the driver's seat, but that's not all there is to it. In subsequent episodes, we'll talk about how you effectively brand and market yourself so that you can stand out from the masses and become memorable, not just because you're polished and genuine and know your stuff well. In case you haven't noticed yet, patience is one of the greatest attributes of a successful salesperson. The more complex what you are selling, the longer the sale will take. After all, trust takes time to build. Until next time, stay healthy and be well.